When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. It does look like we got McDonald's after church. <laughs> this is not a McDonald's yellow. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's a Listener, special day. Listener, if you, you want my shirt, write in because I'll Mac, be getting rid of it. Mac, you sat still at church. You sat still and you did I used so to actually well. Cry at now church. you get a little treat. So now we're going to go get you a, some chicken nuggets at, at yeah. McDonald's. No? Or whatever you want. A happy what meal? Do you, what do you want? I want you to want a leave shake? church. You want a McFlurry? We're leaving. You want a McFlurry? <laughs> we're, we're leaving. I want to talk about grooming. <laughs> grooming yep. cannot be the running joke in this episode. You guys think this shirt is too girly? No, it's so cute. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's so cute. It's like spring. It's kind of girly. It's a little, a little bit, but it's it, like, a little bit girly. Really cute on you. Yeah. Usually I go for like tighter sleeves because look how small my arms look right now. Danny, censor my arms. <laughs> no, you look so cute. This is it's, a little it's bit giving, girly You know for what me. it's giving to me? It's, the, it's giving it's the like edge. It's giving. It's giving. It's girly in the way that boys are pretty. That's you know? what my I, girlfriend always says. I don't Thanks, think so. Guys. I think it's just girly. I think it actually looks like your parents dressed you up for church. Mac, I think you look cute. Did I come Maybe too I hard? Maybe I should change. <gasps> Did I come too hard? That's what she said. Are you insecure about oh. how hard you came? Did I come too hard? <laughs> ew, ew. Ashley, what the fuck? <laughs> Should I change? Someone take this podcast away from us. Like, now we're too comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to ask my girlfriend what she thinks. That's the only opinion that matters. I think it's cute. I think you look cute. I think it's too girly, dude. We'll see. Look, if you, if you ask, ask me, I'm going to give you an honest answer. Girly. Um, hi, guys. How are you? How is everybody? How are you? I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. Thanks. I'm good. Okay. How about you, Ashley? Something you want to say? Ashley Something coming way too I'm hard. <laughs> I'm posting a video right now, and I'm anxious I'm going to get a community guideline violation. Because you on what? talk about coming too hard? I talk about coming too hard. No. <laughs> the first 30 seconds of this, like, we don't usually come this hard in the first 30 seconds. This is coming way I don't like it when you say it. <laughs> no cut i don't like you don't eyes. like it how i say it because i'm the baby, baby on the cho- well no i'm not yes well wait, no what was that? this is a oh, no, time out time this is the chosen family podcast and i'm not the baby but mommy thinks i'm the baby you're the baby <laughs> i'm actually baby. the hot teenage brother here on this chosen this is podcast. the one you're thing so that your father Matt, and i before, agree on before introducing yourself you need to describe the format of the podcast because now it just i was trying to go like- sub three this is a chosen family podcast. Every week we gather on the dinner table. The dinner table. <laughs> dinner table. A gay dinner Holy table. Holy crow! Sorry. <laughs> a gay dinner table. My girlfriend texted me and I got distracted. No, you look so cute. See? Are you going to film something? Can I call? Or is Aww. it pod time? She should call it. It's anyway. pod time. I would love Tell her that I think you look uh, gay. <laughs> you look gay, bro. I do kind of look like a gay boy. We yeah, that's not that a gay boy like, looks any specific way. You look pretty like the way that boys are pretty. You look very look like twinky. A twink. Yeah. Look yeah. Like a twink. Twinky, twinky. You don't winky. look like you winky. don't look like a straight boy being femme. You look like a gay boy being femme. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you do. <laughs> Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Mac, how do you want to look? What are you I am, to achieve? I am pretty boy boy toy. Yes. Player. Yes. Not player. Nah, now we've missed yeah, it. No, that, I but, like, dropped that one. But like pretty boy, boy toy, you're in it. I think. Nope. <laughs> I'm about to just take this off and just wear the wife pleaser underneath. No, you look cute. Wife pleaser. Ashley's t- Ashley's roasting you while she's wearing. Yeah, you're that. looking what crusty? What's the word? I'm just kidding. I, I'm just kidding, Ashley. I specifically asked you about <laughs> no, this shirt kidding. because I was insecure I know, about I it. I'm so Ashley, sorry. we are kidding. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you look very Ashley, cute. Ashley, it looks Should so I go good. Change? No, no. You look like, it's like it, okay. I've I am wearing this. I have been wearing this shirt for seven full days, so maybe I should change. 
Okay, seriously, why do you think that that shirt is so bad? Like, what? I don't understand. It's I just I don't know. She thinks it might be too like like she's trying to look younger than she is, or she's trying to dress for a generation that she's not a part of, which I don't think is true. I think you can dress however you want. I think I think the fear. Have you ever seen like a like a forty year old man who's got like Justin Bieber hair, a goatee, and like a baseball cap? Yes. And you're like, dude, you're forty. Like you can't. Like yeah. please don't dress like that. It's that's like chuggy, and I think that's what Ashley is afraid oh, that's of. Yes, chuggy. that's deeply what I'm afraid of. When uh, that's not at all what you're. That's not at all what's. Oh happening. no, man. No. Uh, uh, am I gonna get a community guideline violation? It's in review. It's in fucking review. What's the actual On what's the video about? So the joke. Well, there's two sections. Uh, one joke is I that I censored it because I said suck, so I censored. Mm-hmm. So I think that should be fine. Meanwhile, Matt Reif is out here. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I did was like, this woman is, oh, they let it through. Okay. This woman is like really excited. I, honestly, this is one of the greatest clips I've ever made. I love it so much. This mm-hmm. woman has, and her mom and her trans son. So grandma, mom, kid, trans mm-hmm. son are all at Aww. this show. And I'm like, I'm asking the kid. I was like, I, you know, I couldn't quite tell. I didn't know if he was trans, but I was like, what are you doing here? Are you gay? Like, why did you bring these guys? And he was like, I'm trans. And then his mom goes, yeah, and then starts standing up and cheering for him. And then I bring her on stage. And the thing that I said that I thought I might get a a violation about is I I sarcastically, I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck your trans son. We got an ally mom. Come on on stage. I brought the mom on stage. And and then she just started chanting like, I love my trans. Does TikTok care about? trans people now is tiktok well, the, gonna defend trans people now transphobia yeah is what it would do even though the rest of the video is yeah her celebrating it's not gonna, her it's not gonna be like the it's not gonna read into the nuance of your yes. joke it's just yeah. gonna take the words that you said uh, yes and, and like because i am them. a gay woman who yells they're just <laughs> gonna they i they have a higher threshold or lower threshold mm-hmm. for yeah. me yeah um but i don't know we'll see I, we okay we watch me and me and the gf me and main, main babes, babes junior M, mbj me and mbj, MBJ. we watched my the favorite clip. president <laughs> she should be president honestly um we watched oh. the clip of you when you invited someone up on stage and she did a joke that oh, was yes. so it was cute so heartwarming ashley that like, was like was one of my favorite clips you've ever posted out loud yeah oh that's nice she it was, was really so cool good I, I told her she's got to start. She's got to start comedy. That that was seriously like one of the best clips you've ever po- posted mm-hmm. because it just it really highlighted who you actually are and not your yes. your stage oh, character. Yes, like oh, you are somebody sweet. that goes out that's of your way true. to try and push nudge people a little mm-hmm. bit, push them to do things that they're maybe scared of, and like yep. give them a chance. <laughs> yes, and you yes, like you used your time on stage in front of these people. To give someone an <laughs> opportunity true. to do something. Mac, you're explaining this so well. I should stop interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about like if uh, you if you had been that person and like you had been given that experience at the same time that's you why gave I them did that. It. Ex- I, I knew it. I fucking knew it. There's a long version a on great my YouTube. There's a long version on my YouTube where I explain why I did it. Like Ashley, I was watching that. I like had my hand over my heart. I was going, "Oh my god." And I ha- hadn't been able to put into words exactly why I emotionally reacted to it so strongly, but it's exactly what Mac just said. Is I'm like, "Yes. This is the Ashley we know." Mhm. Yeah. Like, I'm crying. <laughs> it was so good. It was and so like, good. Not well, to no stop hyping you up, me. but also kudos to them for. Oh, yeah. They, she did a great job. They yes. did a great job. Like, Crush I was that. like, I'd be shitting myself if that was me. And I didn't watch it with my hand over my heart. I think I was like peeing, but <laughs> I wanted to do a lot of things with my hand over my heart, though. So. Um, Elena just existing. Yeah. Ready, <laughs> ready for the, the national anthem. <laughs> oh, she's oh, Canadian. No, that's not where I'm going. That's not. <sighs> that's Jane I, okay, national Ashley. anthem is just a first time gay comedian doing a joke about her local, local culture. Mm-hmm. And she crushed um, it. She did crush it. Question about your. Um, your like operations going forward in terms of like having an editor do your clips. Can I ask a business thing or do people not care about it? I think they I do. Know. I think they're interested. I don't know. Listener, so, write in. Or do you care about yeah, this? Yeah, listener, do you care? <laughs> Let us know. 
Um, do you even care, listener? You said last week that you're bringing an editor on to now take over and do these clips that you've been doing for years yeah. this whole time. How are you going to, um, like, indicate to them? Do you know? So you record the whole show, right? Yeah. Are this you has then been, passing off the entire? It's been a problem-solving process. Yeah, because how are you gonna? Yeah, are you it's really send tough them because the full hour what people time? don't realize is I do five hours of shows every weekend. Yeah. So, so it's a lot of content. So are you so, going to like market or how? For the past three weeks mm-hmm. or two weeks, Pierce, my new editor, has been going through my backlog and watching hours and hours of my footage and starting to learn my routine a little bit so that he can watch it on a higher speed. Mm-hmm. Marking things, um, basically creating unedited chunks mm-hmm. of sections of crowd work. And then he sends them to me and I'm like, this is not going to go viral. This will go viral. This is not going. Mm-hmm. And through that process, he is learning like what goes viral. Mm-hmm. And then what I've been doing is then from that, I've been clipping them down the past four or five clips. I've been clipping them down myself um, and he's coming in tomorrow and then we're going to clip them down. The next ones, we're going to clip them down together Okay, uh, and we're gonna kind of be doing that together for the next few weeks, and then when he's when we when he's finally ready, he's gonna like a bird off into the. Mm-hmm. But I think it will. I think it'll always be somewhat collaborative. Yeah, it is like you and your likeness. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like more of a. It's you less clear cut than a podcast yeah. Yeah. or a, a you know like a YouTube video vlog. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we're going to just kind of be doing it slowly and together for a while. Patreon.com slash Chosen Family Pod. Uh, yeah, Chosen Family Podcast. Podcast, thank you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know if that was boring, but no, I yeah. Think, no, I mean, I think it's really interesting. So like knowing what... Oh, also, we haven't... You have to introduce who you are and... Oh, I'm your dad. That's Ashley Gavin. That's your That's your father. I'm Elena Joy. I'm your mom. I'm Mac. I'm hot teenage brother. A baby. Okay, sorry, brother. Ashley. Continue. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I met my girlfriend, my now fiance, on Hinge. No joke. (laughs) I met her on Hinge, and I can confirm I have now deleted the app. (laughs) Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on their similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. For example, some of Hinge's brand new prompts include the first time I knew I was gay was, or gender euphoria for me looks like like and of course my chosen family is the best at i don't know about you but i would say that my chosen family (laughs) is best at supporting each other no matter what we have supported each other through some ups and downs let me tell you download hinge and show off your full self using their lgbtqia plus prompts today then find someone worth deleting the app for Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart and Protein Plus. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Staying healthy and taking care of myself always helps me to stay grounded when things get hectic. I'm really looking forward to getting my factor meals so I can save time in the kitchen and focus more on other stuff, not having to worry about what I'm going to eat that evening. I can't imagine how much time I'm going to save with the meals being ready in two minutes. And I don't have to worry about shopping, prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash chosenfamily50 and use code chosenfamily50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code chosenfamily50 at factormeals.com slash chosenfamily50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Because that first, that first like 10 seconds is like so critical yeah i don't know how you because mac you go super viral bro (laughs) tell us what's wrong tell us 
I just like, I don't know. I can't predict TikTok as well as I. The algorithm is really day. bad right now. Are you doing long clips? Because right now, long clips are really going for me. That's what that, I've heard. I, my clips have to be three minutes or they don't go. And the Dead ones that ass, are three minutes just are been all. not posting. Like, I really just haven't Fine. been posting a ton. I've been posting like once a week. I'm starting to get back into it now, but. Focus on YouTube and Instagram. That's what I do when I'm like. Yeah. I'm obsessively checking the, my TikTok right now. I apologize. You guys that's know okay. how this goes. Mac, what's going on that you're posting like one a week? Because you, you um, sound like that's a... Yeah, I don't know. I've just been having like mental health stuff and like mm-hmm. been not enjoying having a platform lately mm-hmm. besides the podcast. So just, I feel like I've been that, I've been like that for a while though. Like in know. a burnout way or in a creativity block or like uh, what? Kind the... of in a burnout way. I just... I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. I feel like every time I talk about it, it comes across as me complaining, and Mac, I don't want to complain. I know I'm like, really up. lucky, but... We're asking. You're allowed to complain. And we're asking. You are allowed to complain. There's a difference between someone with a negative fucking attitude who complains all the time and venting. Mm. And you are the former. <laughs> <laughs> so shut up. So <laughs> shut your fucking mouth, bitch. Ah... <laughs> Ah. There's a difference between complaining and talking about how something is impacting you. To yeah. your friends yeah. and the general public. <laughs> and hundreds of thousands of other people, yeah. potentially. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know how much longer I can do this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think this career path is for me. Besides, Aww. like, this podcast. I just, I don't know. I can't do it. I don't want to cry, but. No, it's okay. Oh, I feel like I'm I'm not going to cry. I can't talk I think about crying it would be great cry. for views, which might be why you don't want to do this. But if you did cry, I think it would be good Mac, for you, you and for views. could just like views. ham it up a little bit. Like maybe we could like see a tear or two fall. Mac, you're, you, allowed to, you're allowed to cry. You're allowed to have emotions. I cry on almost every episode we do. Have you guys not noticed that? Yeah, have, but you cry. But like like when you cry, way. it's like a, it's like, it's like a cool mask cry. When I cry, it's like a baby. Like, no, no. It doesn't no. matter. And it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I can't. Not in this shirt. I think, I think you're having. <laughs> I think you're I was having looking for a short joke too. Response to a really difficult industry, and like, yeah. if you're questioning your place in the job that you're doing, that's completely natural. And it, yeah. I think it could only be helpful to talk it through with two people who are right there who are with also you. Doing it, we're yeah. doing the same ish job. Like, yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be the ones to get it. Talk to us. Tell us what's I don't even know, like, how to put it into words. I just, like, I don't want to be... I don't want to be my brand. Like, I want to make things for people. Yeah. And I've said this before on the podcast and, like, make things that help young queer kids. But I don't want... I'm struggling because, like, I don't want that to be me anymore. And when I was getting into it and, like, learning about it, I was, like, telling my story helps. Doing this helps. Doing this helps. But now I'm at a place where I'm just, like... I feel like every area of my life gets deconstructed and criticized or just like by the public part by Mm -hmm. the public. Like, and I just, and I need to not take it so personally. I know because it's just the internet and that's what it is, but I just feel like I don't have any privacy anymore. Like I don't Mm -hmm. even my relationship, which is something that's private. People feel entitled to know, I feel like I can't even complain about this because I'm the one like putting stuff no, out there. Like I don't. It's not even complaining. You're sharing a real experience. You're sharing your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. You're talking it through. It doesn't sound like complaining. Well, yeah. it I doesn't promise. sound like complaining. And I will also say some degree of this is your audience because yeah. I know I have publicly bared my asshole to the world many 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 times i expect to get a laugh on that but you two just were literally like mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yes. because you're at your whole asshole yes. No, yes because i think yes i think part of it is the audience but part of it is also like a difference in wanting like i'm i'm really relating to a lot of the stuff that you're saying mac because i understand that feeling of like i'm i'm also at a point where i have over the past kind of year slowly moved my personal life more and more mm-hmm. offline whereas like yes. i used to share a lot about my yeah. my story, my experience, my life. And I've really been trying to shift from that because it is exhausting. It's exhausting. To mine your, your trauma, your life, yeah. your experiences for content. And then to have people have their opinions, break it apart, like you were saying, 
pick apart your privacy. Yeah. It's mentally exhausting. So that's why I'm that's why I'm sitting here seriously, Ashley, because yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. It's one thing to, to, totally. to bury your asshole and be like, this is a part of my comedy. <laughs> this is a part of my look at my asshole. Sorry, that's so rude. I said it. I laughed when <laughs> Elena said it and I didn't laugh when Ashley said it. It is fucking rude. It's really fucking, it's fucking weird. <laughs> but the reason that I'm bringing up your audience is because I do think there is a world. Maybe you're just venting. Maybe you don't want solutions, which is, a, I think, a really helpful thing to say mm. when you're talking to friends and family and loved ones, like wow, uh, nice, lovers Ashley. or whatever. Oh, look, Ashley being thoughtful and compassionate I, and like a uh, really good communicator. But I'm, Again, I'm just saying, like, thought. if this is something, if you love storytelling and you love working online, mm -hmm. I do think there's a universe where you can easily pivot your audience because you're performing for yeah. your, what yeah. you're doing is so mass consumption and also younger so a lot of those and i hate to uh, sorry guys i'm just going to use this terminology a lot of these people need to touch grass like they just yeah. need to not they're chronically online and they're they're so projecting so much of what they're experiencing mm -hmm. and it's such a slim minority but they're so loud in that group of people that i think while what you're experiencing is totally true and valid i do think that like there's a there is a solution with balance that mm. doesn't mean you have to stop doing this yeah. entirely you're like I, explaining I, the whole other side of my brain where because like when i get hope in this scenario is when i think about what you're saying where i'm like i'm good at telling stories like i just need to mm -hmm. pivot my content into doing whether it's like higher production stuff or like but then it gets to the point where it that the thought of that is so exciting. And then when I try to execute it, I get so overwhelmed. Like, I I'm sending like, you a book right now. I'm sending you like a book right now. I have like six scripts right now that I'm like sitting on and I just can't. <gasps> Mac, like, can you I text don't know, me your I address? I can't touch them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's so. That's Because so I'm like, true it's always real. something. It's just like, it. I don't know. I feel like my mental health is in a place where even the slightest obstacle Mm -hmm. is enough to just shut me completely down like I mm -hmm. can't I get this really great idea and I almost feel I don't want to say the word I don't want to say the word manic because I don't think that's correct but I feel like very overwhelmed Vi like I need to do this all right yeah. now like get it done right now and that'll mm -hmm. be for like a day or something and then the next mm -hmm. day I'm like okay but this problem this problem this problem and then I just mm -hmm. give up and I'm like and then I just keep doing what I'm doing which I hate doing <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I need it, to go back to yes, therapy, guys. You do, but also everything Definitely. you're saying makes perfect sense. I think it's a completely rational way to feel. I my like dream brain solution is like, oh, imagine a world where this podcast was sustainable enough that this could be your um like job yeah, portion yeah. your financial portion the the thing that you do that's like your consistent content mm -hmm. where you could step back from the tiktoks from editing youtube videos maybe you hire an editor hello yeah, yeah definitely create some space for you to be able to get off yeah. the like content machine to do something bigger something different experiment mm -hmm. a little bit yeah i i will say like okay i'm about to go like move out of content creation and into art mm -hmm. because what I think you're describing is the same challenge that all artists or anyone who's trying to move on to like a higher plane with contributing meaning to society or even just a goal to like elevate themselves. Like the fear of the blank page mm -hmm. is, I mean, it is so debilitating and every monster in your entire life will, will surface to shut down your inspiration and your hope and it's such an intense, horrible, horrible, dark resistance. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you my favorite book about creating art that was like so helpful for me and like so that. many people. Yes. Actually, I should send it to you too, Elena. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm gonna send it to you guys, and I don't want anyone to shit on it, so I'm not even gonna say the name of it. Um, but it's so. I'm just gonna send it. It's so important to me, and okay. you, it, what you're doing is like. It, you can look at it from an artist perspective or you can look at it from a, like a psychological perspective where you're mm -hmm. like, who am I to do this mm -hmm. is basically the question that those monsters in your brain are responding to. Like it is, it is really, really hard to like make space for yourself. 
Yeah. It's the hardest thing in the entire world to make space for yourself and make the greatest possible mm-hmm. thing that you can make. There's a lot, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You just have to practice punching those voices in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Or just fully or just fully letting them inhabit the space while you're working. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. as you're working, they'll start to disappear. Expose my full asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's saying. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of have to do it. Let yeah. it be stinky, Linky. <laughs> well, you just have to be, you have to be okay with being bad. I'm also going to send you this Ira Glass video. Sorry, I'm sending you this. No, Ira. send it you all. That was so gross. Oh, you sorry, have to, son. You have to be okay with being bad. Uh, like, that's another piece of it. Yeah. You're so, and you're kind of in a hard place because you're yeah, so good you're at content creation. you're already so good at the things you're doing. Yeah. That now when you move into this other thing where you're going to be bad at it at first. It's like, like what you were saying at the uh, in the other episode where you were talking about when you've yeah. already been so successful at something else, it's mm-hmm. so hard to step into something that you know you're going to be bad at or there's like a yeah. learning curve with it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like tough. what are the things... Can you give us a taste of something that would be a bigger project or like that would be more of a dream? Like, I'm curious specifically what's yeah. kind of what's the like dream move? What's the the thing that lights you up? No one's going to like steal my ideas, right? No, I don't no. know how much. to. Also, say. ideas are cheap. Execution is expensive. Yeah, exactly. Who's okay. Gonna, yeah. And if you do, I will literally hunt you down and i will destroy you i'll source this clip from this podcast where i'm saying (laughs) my idea and show the date with the receipts of when i said it and then you'll get in some kind of trouble oh yeah you will was that so scary well the shirt (laughs) hard to take anything well yeah sweetheart there is the shirt The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! <laughs> um, I had this one idea and I had some like outlines written for it because I couldn't write like a full script, but something that I thought of like a year and a half ago that I really, really wanted to do was start putting together these short form, almost like short films of just examples of queer stories of coming out Mm -hmm. and i wanted it i wanted each one to be surrounded by a very specific experience and literally the entire story is just like this is what this experience is like for this person coming out Mm -hmm. and like look how different it is in this scenario in this situation because i think it's really important to have media that stretches out past that and shows just normalcy with queer people. Mm -hmm. But there's also like, I can even think of somebody like my girlfriend as an example, who has a very different culture and a different ethnicity. And her experience is completely different than mine. And Mm -hmm. everybody's experience is so unique, but there's just different things that play into it that are so different, but that a group of people can still relate to. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it would be so cool to like shed light on the different experiences in that and maybe like show people, hey, this is what it's like for somebody with a similar experience to you to come out. This is what it looked like for them. And it's not going to be the same, but like maybe you can find some comfort in this. That was like, that's just an example of like a series that I thought about putting together. And I had this other series idea where I literally just, this is kind of just like a funny one. 
I literally just wanted to recreate really famous rom-com scenes, but make them like <gasps> with queer people, make them with trans so people, fun. make oh them with God, like, yes. literally just recreate it shot for shot. I'm not writing it. It's like a replica of this. Yes. But like, that is so fun to watch as a queer person. That is so fun to just observe. Like mm-hmm. the fucking shitty water scene in the notebook, but it's gay. That's mm-hmm. so fun to consume. That's so doable, Mac. Max, That's like so I doable. doable. I literally have like the scripts written down and like outlines and like everything I need for production. The first one's and, like, a little harder, I think. But it's the, much the, harder. The second one is so easily done. Well, yeah. this, this Not literally easily, is but the you same. Know what I'm saying. I feel like for all three of us, we have had the exact same conversation over the past month or so, episode by episode, with Ashley putting out her special, me yeah. going back to school. And now you, each of us, is needing to commit to creating more time in our mm-hmm. schedule. Of course you're feeling stuck. Of course you're feeling like you can't take those first steps. That's a huge, starting a new project, a new anything, is a huge undertaking. When you're still trying to create weekly YouTube videos, you know, four times a week TikTok content, this podcast, doing all your own editing, whatever else it is that you're doing, which I'm sure it's 10,000 things behind the scenes... You got to create the space yeah. to do the, the thing, the next thing. Yeah. <gasps> I'm just make like one. a season finale right now. <laughs> I, I, I think just make one. Just, yeah. just commit to making one of them. You don't even yeah. have to commit to putting it out. You right? just have to start. You literally just have to start. Yeah. Don't they say it's starting so is, is like the hardest part? The yeah. hardest step it's the, exactly. is starting or 50% Once you're of moving, battle or whatever they say. Once you're moving, it's going to be a lot, a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to do it. Thanks, guys. I want to say anything. Can you do a say anything? What's that? What is holding yeah, up the stereo? I haven't seen that, but sure. Yeah, me neither. Oh, my God. This is heartbreaking. Chuggy millennials right in. Say anything. <laughs> God. He holds up the you stereo. You expecting people to write in under that title? <laughs> Hi, Chuggy, Chuggy Millennial here. Uh. <laughs> Actually, Say Anything Say anything is a movie, I think an 80s movie. Um, and uh, he holds up the stereo underneath her window. And it's playing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but like I haven't seen it. Yeah, can same. we talk you can about you guys? Off. I just like took over that entire episode. No, you, you, you barely did not, took over. Mac, Although we like should go to a question spoken probably. in like three weeks. So <laughs> this is great. <laughs> you owe us some airtime. <laughs> I've been angsty teen for the past like three weeks. That's okay. And now it's your like yellow sweater or yellow whatever that is. This damn shirt brings out the worst in me. (laughs) Damn Um, it. Should we take a question? Yes. Let's do it. We we prioritize questions from our patrons, patreon.com slash chosen family podcast. Yeah, good. There's also bonus episodes over there, like full episodes that only our patrons have access to. There's ad free episodes um, as well as, yeah, a private discord where we take questions from. This person says, 21-year-old virgin here, I have a difficult time when it comes to intimacy. It takes me a while to trust someone physically and emotionally, and I only just started to not feel embarrassed about it. I know that I'm not asexual, I'm definitely um, a lesbian slash queer, but I also get concerned that I'll never find someone that I trust enough to fully engage in sex. Not quite sure what my question is, but maybe just looking for general advice how to navigate this. So much love for y'all. Um, the, the general question is that this is someone who's 21, has never had sex, knows that they want to, but is afraid that they'll never trust someone enough to engage fully, I think is what they said. Yeah. Fully engage in sex. And they're not in a relationship. Um, doesn't say, but I assume not because they don't mention a partner. They say that they know that they're not asexual. Yeah. Definitely know that they're lesbian slash queer. Man. That's hard. I feel like the closest I've ever I been want to that some is background. like, my, yeah, it's a hard question to answer. My first girlfriend, I had a lot of trouble like letting her do things to me as opposed to me doing things to her. Like it took a while to, for me to let her do that. Mm-hmm. That's like the closest that I feel like I can relate to that. But I feel like when you find a person that you're able to slowly start trusting and like you just have to start working on those things and like attacking little little checkpoints or like little goals and just Mm -hmm. trying things and 
You have to find the right person for that, though. Finding somebody that you know that you can tell ahead of time, hey, this is something I've never done before. I feel, you know, fill in the blank. I feel nervous. I feel anxious. I feel unsure or whatever. Saying, um, I I really want to be clear that, or, or being in a situation where you know that at any point you can say, I'd like to stop. I'd like to take a break. Someone that you can say, please go slowly with me. I'm nervous. I'm new. I, I don't know what I like, whatever it is. Just being able to communicate those things is the first piece. Um, but then obviously there's a lot of individual things that are going to be unique to you. Like questions, deeper questions around like, where does the fear come from? Yeah. What, what's the... Sounds like therapy would be very helpful, yes, I think. Yes, therapy, yeah. But I'm also like curious what level we're speaking to because I think the advice is going to be a little bit different. Totally. I think, are you afraid of, not, I, I'm saying this, I don't mean to sound, for it to sound pejorative, but like, are you afraid of kissing? Or yeah. is it like sex? You know they what I mean? They said fully, sex. I, fully I, sex. I'm afraid, I'm concerned that I'll never find someone I trust enough to fully engage in sex. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think what Elena said, it really, you really need to find a good loving partner that you can mm-hmm. communicate that you would like to take things slow. That's like the number one thing mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but I think also like if this is something you want to do, mm-hmm. but something is holding you back, that indicates to me introspection is mm-hmm. required. And maybe it's helpful to hear that there's nothing wrong with going slow because I think sometimes people feel a pressure to like, why well, want to have sex and, mm-hmm. and my, the person I'm with is also going to expect these things of me and not knowing that there are so many people out there that I, w- I would argue the majority of people, especially queer women, that all they want is for both people to have a good time, feel mm-hmm. safe. Totally. If you are with someone that's say, worth your time, then they will be more than willing to wait and go at your pace. I'll also say it might actually, this might be counterintuitive, but it might actually be better if this is a long-term hooking up situation than a girlfriend. Right. Because it might take some of the pressure off. Right. If you can find someone that you are attracted to, that you connect with emotionally, but not necessarily someone you're in love with, maybe like a really cool friends with benefits situation, mm-hmm. that might be a person who there's less weight on how fast it goes and how much you're doing and the expectations and is this going to yeah. work out, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. You're not fearing a breakup. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a good I, hookup yes. buddy can be a great thing for this period of your life. I had one not long ago that was so fun to try different things with mm-hmm. and who I just was not emotionally available. And she was just great to, she was like a really good friend that mm-hmm. I was also having sex with once a week. <laughs> See, and I'm imagining like if I was dating, right. Or, and I met someone who said to me, Hey, I've never had sex before. I'm actually really nervous. Like, let's say we're at that point where we're like, we're kissing or something, whatever. And like, we know that that's kind of where it's headed at some point in our interactions. And the other person says to me that XYZ is something they've never done before, but they want to try it, but they're really nervous. Can we set some boundaries or whatever the, the conversation is? I would be so excited and like honored to share that with that person like i would be like of course yeah i'd love to be this person too honestly yeah like that's what i'm saying i'm thinking like i feel like queer women would generally overall be very excited to try and and make you feel safe and Mm -hmm. and cared for and and taken care of it's like you're giving someone the honor of like being able to protect you and kind of walk you through that and that's a really good feeling for a lot of people i think yeah and it's gonna be tough with your age too i will say what like i think because this person is 21 i will say like take your time with it because as you get older people are going to be more understand i know it feels like oh my god i'm never going to have sex but like don't rush it because i think people tend to be a little more understanding a little more secure in themselves as they age Mm -hmm. so like you know like I can almost imagine dating someone older might, might be kind of helpful for this. Don't, you know, don't make mm-hmm. it, don't go anywhere outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But I just have a feeling that if you're 21, if you hooked up with a 26 year old, they're going to approach it far more right. 
more understanding with more understanding than a 19 year old yeah. who is also worried about their own coming out fucking shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah that's i don't true. know people people are always like grammar but i actually think <laughs> i actually think yeah actually are people always are calling always, you like how often all, why how, are these kids like, always saying groomer to me <laughs> Just cause, just cause I wanna, I look. You just turned eighteen, all right? Oh, Why no. are you calling me a groomer? <laughs> These fucking kids. No, I. What I'm saying is like, I see a lot of perfectly reasonable age gap relationships on mm-hmm. the internet, mm-hmm. and people are like, "That's creepy." And I will. Okay, I'm about cancel me. I don't give a shit. In <laughs> gay relationships, I actually think. That hooking up with someone a little bit spicy older can be huge. I, when I think about like being in college, Mm -hmm. the idea of dating someone out of college with more experience than me to like teach, teach me. And like, I can have like an experience with someone who's comfortable and knows the ropes and yada, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. That can be like a really beautiful thing specific to the queer community that doesn't happen in the straight world. You know what sure. I'm saying? I do. I don't know that that's our advice to this person. No, no. That just sounds I'm like a, a mommy kink to me. I'm on a tangent. But I'm fully on board. I'm on a tangent. <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on a MILF tangent, as I, always, as I um, often am. Mac, uh, you were yes. saying something. Not to... Ashley, you're, don't you're MILF. Don't gaslight me right <laughs> now. I need support from my family. I need family no, support. No, we support you. We support you. It's I okay am genuinely just curious. Uh, Mac, was it, you were going to say something about <laughs> you. You were going to say something about your experience. What? In this. Before. Before the, the MILF kink. You were, you were going to say something about I know my or my... I can't remember, but I can't talk about my MILF kink. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but I need to go put on my I Heart Hot Moms t-shirt that my girlfriend got for me. You are not changing out of that yellow the I'm yellow going Easter back to shirt. my MILF tangent for a moment oh, here. We're back oh, to guys, the MILF tangent. Okay. I'm not saying that you, a 17-year-old, should date a 56-year-old. That's no. not what I'm saying. <laughs> no. I That's just what I heard, want- though. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> That's what I fear people hearing. But like, yeah. you know, like a little fling with someone seven, eight years older than you, if you're like 20, I don't think that's the end of the world. And, and I'm tired of people being like, grammar, I, I'm just sick of it. It's so stupid. <laughs> I keep thinking you're saying grammar you say every time you say it. And I'm like, oh, grammar, milf kink, recognize milf kink. <laughs> there is something like kind of cool about that part of the gay community. Being nurtured. Being nurtured, yes, and comforted, and getting to be baby through a sexual experience. Right, but you you also don't need to go seven, eight years older than you to have that experience. If you're having it, then wonderful. Ashley likes older women. I actually really disagree. I think it's really hard as like a 21 year old to meet a really a very thoughtful, experienced gay lover that you just want to hook up with. I'm not saying marry or move in with this person. I'm saying just want to hook up with. I would have loved that when I was 21. Right. I guess I'm wondering if. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I'm like fully on board. Yeah. Well, I am like the age that Ashley's talking about. That sounds fantastic, honestly. But- See, and I'm on the other side of it, and I'm like thinking about dating or sleeping with someone who's like 2021, 20, and I'm like, oh, little. Yeah, little well, not dating. I don't think dating. Oh, little I think one. dating, that's not what I mean. No. I mean, like hooking up. That would be that- me being with someone that's 30. Yeah. I think hooking up with a. It's different. My my number That would is- be me and Elena's <laughs> ship, finally, Uh-oh. setting um, off from the docks. <laughs> my number for me personally is 23. I will not hook up with anyone under 23 um, because... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also 30. I'm also 35. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. Maybe if someone's 25, 26, 27, they might feel more comfortable hooking up with a 21-year-old. I don't know. But... Anyway, should I, I dig this hole deeper or have I explained myself? <laughs> yeah. Should we throw in some 9-11 talk I'm, in there? <laughs> you haven't mentioned 9-11 once. If you are not f***ing <laughs> a mom on the anniversary of 9-11, oh, no. what are you doing? Oh, no. I Elena just, brought it, it up, not me. It depends on, yeah, there's a lot of When I was younger, there. I was like, I want generally. a hot 28-year-old girlfriend. Like, I want an older girlfriend that's like 
total mommy vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I fucking ended up with somebody younger than me. So. <laughs> and <laughs> then we you were the groomer. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Sorry, back to groomer. <laughs> um. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny when Elena says that Max a groomer. When Ashley's throwing around groomer. <laughs> Why are we now calling me a groomer? I'm a chuggy millennial groomer. That's what everyone says. Oh, Ashley, did I hurt you? Did I like get on no. your nerves for real? No, no, okay. no. I just want people to have total clarity about what I'm saying because it's it can be somewhat. I think you're saying that it's not as black and white as people just putting in a flat out ban within on, like, the queer community, especially. Right. Yeah, right. Like, two, uh, with, because we there's no queer sex ed. There's mm-hmm. so much queer history. There's right. so much in finding yourself. It's just not the same. It's just not the, hooking up with an older guy or woman when you're straight is like a totally different vibe than yeah. when you're doing it as a queer person. I definitely I th- think that as long as it's a friendly lesbian, you should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and not an asshole showing her whole asshole on stage. Um, but going back to this person, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maybe better. I would also keep it as light as possible. That's why I yeah. think it might be better out of a relationship, unless this person really aligns with you mm-hmm. and they're on the same sort of timeline. Then maybe within a relationship, it's okay. I just think, I think you could have a lot of heaviness if it's within a re- an important relationship I do, yeah i do see that like you wouldn't i wouldn't have i don't think i would have thought of that perspective before you yeah, said it but like at all this the thought of kind of having something be casual mm-hmm. almost feels counterintuitive but i think it could be really helpful finding somebody who is one so respectful of those things that make you nervous or things that you've never done before things that you're new to Um, or that you're hesitant about but want to try finding someone who's so respectful of those things and makes you feel so safe like just the other day me and um and oh my god this mg and why is it so hard mbj that means it's not a good nickname if it's so hard to think of every time yeah well me and me and my girlfriend literally just the other day I was like Junior. We can just call her Junior. Me and Junior. Ooh, that sounds really now who's cute. the groomer? Then I would be the groomer. <laughs> <laughs> um we're like I was like weird I was laughing because I was like, remember when this made me so uncomfortable? And she was like, Oh my god, yeah, that's funny to think back to. Mm. You know, like you can find somebody who makes you feel so safe that like mm-hmm. you do explore those things together and then it it becomes a beautiful it can be a beautiful experience for you. Totally. Mm-hmm. That made a um, lot of sense. Uh, well, we did it. We're done. <laughs> we did it, and we actually answered one question, and we introduced the podcast before the three-minute mark. Sub three. Sub, Sub three. three. Sub three, question one. Full bonus episodes at patreon.com slash chosen family podcast. You get your question prioritized at chosen family. Nope. Patreon.com slash chosen family podcast. What did we have for dinner? Yeah, what did we have for dinner? What did we talk about? Death row meals. This felt like the season finale, the end to a new beginning. I was going to say we had like Easter eggs or something, but. (laughs) Easter eggs? Why Easter eggs? Don't say because of my shirt. Ah, yes. It does look like we got McDonald's after church. (laughs) This is not a McDonald's yellow. If. Anyone's going to understand this Listener, if you want my shirt, write in, because I'll be getting rid of it. (laughs) Mac, you sat still at church. You sat still, and you did so well. Now you get a little treat. So now we're going to go get you some chicken nuggets at at McDonald's. No? Or whatever you want. A happy meal? What do you want? I want to leave church. You want a McFlurry? (laughs) We're leaving. You want a McFlurry? (laughs) We're we're leaving. We're, on our We're headed out. We're on our yeah, way, sweetie. <laughs> I want to talk about grooming. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, okay. Similar. We're gonna end, but can I say something really quick based yeah. on a comment I saw? Yeah. Um, we were talking about like Chris- I healthy. said like Christians ride out on the last episode, mm-hmm. and there were some Christians that were like, "I'm Christian and queer." I understand you can be Christian and queer. I think that's a great thing if you are queer and you have held on to your religion or your spirituality and it is helpful to you or it's great or whatever. But I also think, and there were a lot of Christians that are saying what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. 
it is also, I believe, your responsibility to acknowledge that that has been really harmful for a lot of people, myself included. Yeah. And so making jokes about that is like, you know, working through it. It's making light of something that was harmful. Mm -hmm. And your religion is completely valid. But I do think that people in religion have a responsibility to also be self-aware enough to acknowledge that, you know. I think, uh, yeah. I think when we die, you're done. (laughs) That's it. I thought I would get a laugh on that, but I have just been bombing, bombing. No, you're not bombing. I think we're just for some reason we're just in a serious mood. We've been in a serious mood today. I'm not sure why. It's because Trump's being arrested today. That's true. This country's going down the damn drain today. I'm God sorry that we haven't laughed at your jokes, Ashley. We love, you're no, funny, love Ashley. you, and you're obviously no. the czar of comedy. Wait, can I? Speaking of grooming, can I tell you about a joke that I wrote about Christianity? Everyone's going to be so excited that we're pushing this episode. They're going to be like, <laughs> we're getting yeah. them to make it longer. Um, yeah, Ashley, tell us. Quick joke about grooming, and then we got to do admin. Elena's hot for admin, and then I'm I have to jump right admin. at four. Um, <laughs> But I have this joke about I read this I read the section of the Bible where um, the angel Gabriel comes down very Harvey Weinstein style as God's assistant being like to Mary like hey God wants to fuck um, and and I read it and I break it down and it's different in different versions of the Bible but there's just no scenario that Mary gives a hard clear enthusiastic yes what she says is. I'm a servant to the Lord. Some version, she oh. says, I'm a slave of the Lord. Yeah. So it's like very like also is is if we live in a determined like if God has determined the outcome of everything, can she even like choose whether or not she's going to have sex with God? But that being said, even if it was a clear and enthusiastic yes, Mary is like 12 years old. Mary is 12 years old. Really? And God is a billion. There is a major age gap between these two. Talk about grooming. Yeah, Yeah. talk about grooming. Like, what? Mary just wants Uh, to... What? Actually, actually, there's no universe that Mary is 18. There is no universe where Mary is 18. Yeah, that's true. Because we're supposed to believe that she's been married and, like, hasn't had a baby yet with Joseph and is also right. 18 like no yeah yeah no, no. And, and even just like based on the times she was mm-hmm. like a, an actual child like a teenager right so there's that so like we're not that bad is what we're saying what i'm saying is get your milf on get your milf milfs on. are like fucking god mm-hmm. get your you milf on touch can't god? be as bad as god get your milf on um Okay, should we do admin? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Every Wednesday, you pieces of shit. See you next, see you next week. We love groomers. Bye. <laughs> Chosen Family is a Forever Dog production, hosted by Ashley Gavin, Elena Joy, and Mac Injamin. Edited by Danny Jewell, executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. Forever. Yeah.